Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's Mike Shope and the Bulldog. Uh-oh. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Huh? Anybody? Monday, Tuesday, hump day is halfway. It's Mike Shope. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> and the Bulldog. Hey, guess what day it is? Oh, come on. I know you can hear me. It's Mike Shope and the Bulldog. Guess what today is? It's hump day. Woo-hoo! On WGR. Hump day! Sports Radio 550. Before you get mad, remember that the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl. Okay? Just remember, just... Okay. I, I want to preface this mm-hmm. by saying, by reminding you politely, uh, politely, that the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl. I appreciate your consideration. The Bills are not in the Super Bowl. What do you mean?! They're really not in it. Why do you hate I them just, so much? I just checked again. Do you hear this guy? They're not in the Super Bowl. Marge. I don't know why this Marge. guy's wife's name is Marge suddenly. I don't even know what I'm doing. What's, 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 what's the guy's name? Uh, Earl. Earl. Earl and Marge. Earl and Marge. Sorry. This is probably we have a dog, Margo. Condescending. In I've way. told you about Margo's Margo. A, Margo's, a, Margo's a peach. She's seven pounds. Yeah. 7.6. Yeah. Most recent update: seven point six pounds. <laughs> so uh, big, big Marg. But then I feel like large Marg is better. Yeah, it, you know, yeah. large Marge. Yeah. Large Marge. Yeah. But I'm going with large Marg. Yeah. Doesn't really work. Uh, no. It's large Marg. Large Marg. You got to go with. Large Marg. Large Marg. A little early for that. No one will really know what you mean. All right. Why am I? The Chiefs are in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Let's talk about the Sabers. Okay. Why do you want to ruin everything? Is that what I'm doing? I don't know. It's it's okay. I I I um I feel like we have not done any of this. That's part of it. Yeah. Um and one of the days you weren't here I I think was yeah, well, sure. The, they got clobbered by Columbus that oh. time and that was a day. Like I I ha- I just I I let I let it loose. Uh, and then the next day, I, I talked to Kevin Adams, and since then, I honestly have been rooting for nothing substantive enough to happen in their games, so that I wouldn't ha- ha- like feel like I need to address it. You know what I mean? Like no egregious loss. No, I mean I would love a win streak. That would be great. But you know, fourth chance at a three gamer last night. Nope, nope, can't get that. So. Um, I feel like they've just been sort of over there. They're like a box in the corner that hasn't been unpacked in a while, is what it feels like to me. Yeah, I get that. 
If they lost 7-1, one of these recent games, not there have been many recent games, but right. you would feel, well, I mean, really, like, their last games were, the Bills were still playing, you know? It was just that California trip, and so it's been a, it's been a while. Last night was, just to say it once, I mean, it's not like they were terrible. In the no, game. they were actually pretty pretty good. It's one of these games that if they were having a, a different season, you know, if they were close uh, to a playoff spot at all, last night would have been, like, frustrating, but also kind of, well, you know, the signs are good. They're playing good hockey, and the results will come, and they're in the race, and, like, so no big deal. But instead, it's a game where, you know, you have a million shots and you get bodied by an all-star goalie and, you know, you can't put together a three-game win streak for the first time all year. I mean, apart from this personal or this conflict you and I sort of talked about just now, think about, like, just when is it enough already – um, can, can we avoid them? These kind of mm-hmm. things that, I mean, just like it's a choice you make in here um, that, that stem from how long it's been since they've been good at all, right? Like it's yeah, it's not that, I mean, maybe fan interest has even sharply declined over this, you know? Uh, that would make some sense. But it's not like they have a different existence really than... A decade ago, but a decade ago, the Bills season would have been over. The Bills are part of that equation too. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's over is over, and we would be all over. Like what to do? The trade? You know when the trade deadline is in the NHL? Like this would be a date. Speaking for myself, this would be a date that I would know from the beginning of the season mm-hmm. when the deadline is. Sometimes I'd end up taking a trip right around it. It would miss the show uh, during the deadline. Like, we would take that first week of March. March 8th this year is the deadline. And whether they're on a 12-year, I guess I'm counting this year already, but whether they're on a 12-year playoff drought or not, you still have to operate. Like, you you care about that. You want to talk about what to do about that. You can't just ignore it. Because, I'm just talking about it. You mm-hmm. just can't ignore it because, mm-hmm. you know, Middlestat. Counting this, just for clarity's sake, counting this this season we're currently in, it'll be this will be 13, won't it? Uh, they made it in 11. Okay. So 12 to 21 plus 2. Okay. This is thir- yeah, 24, so Thir- yeah, 13. It'll be 13, yeah. Sorry. I, so I just wanted to make sure I, we had that right. I, whatever <laughs> level of Matthew it's very to know how long it's been we the know the dr- the Every now and then when I reference the Bills drought, I, I, have to, I sort of catch myself, God, was it 17 or 18? I don't remember now. Because, you know, it's been, it's been salad days here since, like, 2019, basically. What does that mean? <laughs> salad days? Yeah. Uh, the, 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 the best. I think. Why is that the best? I don't know. What makes salad so special? I don't know. So this is 13? This will be 13, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess I didn't know I that. Think, I think that's right, yeah. Um, yeah. No, but so, right, they still have uh, a team to run and uh, a future to map out, and the trade deadline will be a part of that. I think maybe the most interesting person in the organization to talk about other than the, you know, the people who are going to make the actual decisions, but a player that I think they have maybe an interesting decision to make on is Casey Middlestad. Right. Their leading scorer, 
Um, you know, we, we've been thinking about this. I don't know when I first mentioned, like, is he going to get maybe when he started looking like, you know, a top line player this year on top of what he did at the end of last year, I think like, is he going to get one of these contracts or is he the first guy that they're going to go, oh, here's this good young player who's, you know, emerging and maybe looks like he's about to hit his ceiling, but we've already committed to, you know, Tate Thompson and Dylan Cousins, and we've got these other younger players coming, and, you know, is it time to make a call on Middlestat? And I, I think it, it probably is. They haven't talked, at least Kevin Adams, when I asked him. Um, and I carefully worded the question as I wanted to know whether they had interest in extending him now or at any point this season, and whether Middlestat's representation had called them seeking that. So when I asked him, I asked, like, has either side broached the idea of an extension here? And he said no. Um, so that, I mean, that that's a clue, I think, that they aren't being proactive about it. Now, he's a restricted free agent for another year, I think. He's maybe like in the, in the Reinhardt situation where mm-hmm. they can have him for a little while longer, but if he's not in the long-term plans the time to max out on a return for him would be right now. Which is not an easy decision with all the other guys they've committed huge money to. um, Deals that I applauded almost every time. Mm -hmm. Thompson, last year at this time, everybody was talking about what a steal he was at 7-1. Cousins, Mm -hmm. oh, look at this guy. The future, what's not to love? Why so much money right away? To avoid what happened with Reinhardt. This is the trend. Owen Power, why not? Eight and a half? Mm-hmm. Darlene, of course, before him. And Skinner, the holdover, three more years at $9 million each, Yeah. by the way. You know, it's Middlestat is an interesting conversation. It's a month. I, I don't know what the right move is. Like He's been nice, but they're losing again. And there's only so many of these contracts, really, like, I'm not sure what I want them to do when it comes to middle stat. I think not only, I would I'd just let me try this, is he the first guy on the team to talk about, in terms of the trade deadline, what to do? I think he's the only one. Is there another player on the team who doesn't have one of these long-term contracts that there would not, it would be a non-starter? And Jeff Skinner, even, for three mm. more years. It's a non-starter. Like, there, nobody's trading for... Right. And, and there are players... The Sabres don't want to trade Darlene, right? So you've got a half dozen guys or so, non-starters for any trade idea. Who else would anybody want? That's probably it. For what they make. Right. For who they are, mm-hmm. their age, everything. Some Somebody want... Like a, a Gergensen's for the rest of the season, something like that. I, maybe, M- but maybe, that's not an effectual right, may, trade. May, yeah, maybe Eric Johnson. Maybe you know vet, veteran seventh D, whatever. Sure. Yeah, you go uh, go ahead and trade those guys. Uh, uh, Why not? Oposo, may, maybe even. Um, that's not a lot, a ton of money anymore. But yeah, you're not. You're, you're you're mostly just doing those players a favor. Like if they want to go somewhere and play in the playoffs at the tail end of their careers, um, you know, to varying degrees. I mean, Gergensen's a, you know younger than Oposa and Eric Johnson, but still, it, it, you send them on their way. But you're not getting 
you're not shape shifting your organization with the assets you acquire in those trades. I mean, you're just you're no. just getting you're just getting extra late round picks is all you're really doing. And maybe you can throw those around uh, as part of something else, but it, it's not it's not anything that's declarative about the direction your organization's headed. Very little chance anything any asset you get back ever matters. So. Milstadt's the only guy. I don't want to spend a lot of time on this because it's just all too depressing, I guess. But another year is going by, and it's what are their chances? Five percent, maybe ish, to make the playoffs. I mean, it's just coming out so of the break. That's what it slim. was. I don't know if last night's loss how 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 much if at all that damaged it. But yeah, it's it's single digits. Probably didn't help last night. L- last night's game. I mean, they dominated in shots. But you had I, I don't know is what's what's fair to say here like I'm thinking of three plays I'm thinking of Thompson in the first period off the wall Oposo was on the ice Thompson comes off the wall and he's got a good look from the top of the left circle the goalie's right and kind of an easy looking save like a stick glove blocker save uh, Cousins on the shorthanded semi breakaway late where just a pad save, right? Like he, he's got a good – he doesn't – he's not in alone, but he's got a good, mm-hmm. you know, yep. path to the ice, path to the net, easy pad save, end of play. And then the one-timer Middlestat has in the final seconds. Great pass across, one-timer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Again, like just easy save. I mean, easy, easy for me to say. Right. But none of these saves look like spectacular, I can't believe they didn't score right. kind of plays. But those are your best guys – in primo positions, and yep. no, nobody can score anymore. Dalene had some great looks last night too. You didn't mention that there. There's the one that went up into the netting that he mm-hmm. caught and then spiked. Yep. Uh, yep. There's another one in the middle. Like the play is going on. Did you notice this third period? No, second period because the Sabers were going right to left. Uh, he comes down the slot, misses, puts his stick up over his head like he wants to break it over his helmet. And Dallas is retrieving the puck, puck and coming out of the zone. And he quickly regathers himself and rejoins the play. But, like, frustration is at a peak right now with that guy, I would say, last night. Like, I, I mean, we've seen his temper before, but this looked different to me. Both of those plays where, where he caught that one and threw it down to the ice, and then this one where, again, like, the... The game is still going on, and he's just like standing there in the middle of the slot with his stick, like he's going to Bo Jackson it like a baseball bat. First game out of a long break, right? It's not even the third period. This is Diggs, They've, the first it's, the first series of the playoff right. game against the Bengals, gesturing at Allen like, "What are you doing? Where's the ball?" Yikes! Yeah, yeah. I mean, good. He cares, you know. Like, but boy, that's that's a lot of that's a level of frustration that I. I guess I don't like seeing. Well, not everybody's the same, but you're not likely to be at your best when you're carrying that around. Right. And this whole team plays like, I don't know, are they whatever meaningless <laughs> label you want to put on it. Last year, they were third in the league in goals. This year, they are 22nd with mostly the same players. Last year, they were eighth in power play goals with 63. This year, they are 28th. With 21. Thompson had 20 power play goals himself last season. Yeah, he has four now. This team has 21 for the year. Right. Well, I mean, elephant in the room is is always Granado for this. Um, I think it's incredible 
that a move wasn't made already because that's what even the medium teams do in hockey. Mm-hmm. They get in a slump or just any sort of any sort of body language like that would make you question what is going on. This, you have this almost the same roster one year to the next, and you go from one of the highest scoring, da- most dangerous teams in the league offensively to any one of these other years, you know, where just... In a, yeah, in a season where going into it, the, the the priority seemed to be, for lack of a gentler way to put this, like reeling the offense in a little bit, dialing that back a little because we need to be more responsible. We need to learn how to play, and, and there's merit to that. I mean, you need, you need to be able to play both ways, both ends, and, and play better defense, and they have managed to now in the last little while, and even last night again, sort of tighten that up, but the scoring still does not exist. And the power play, even though they, they did get a goal last night, um, I mean, it's stark, the difference. I mean, you, you've got, you know, you're, you're tracking towards having less than half of the power play goals you had a year ago. Just about. Uh, I mean, that's just, that is a, that is a, t- that's tough to overcome. Well, hey, I mean, how many times did you hear it last night? Keep shooting, pucks to the net, shoot, 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 no bad shots, shoot from anywhere, pucks to the net, pucks to the net. Ever think of passing, maybe? I mean, just that one game where it was like, don't be pretty, and they were so pretty, and they won. Like, what happened to, it's always, it's always the same in hockey, it's always just shoot, pucks to the net. You know, in football with the Bills forever, it was always establish the run. You know, January, windy, cold, best teams the Bills ever had lit the league on fire offensively. And guess what happened in the last five years? Same thing. I mean, the, the only good yeah. teams the Bills have had since the merger well, have been dominant offensive teams. Not the same point, but the Sabres. What's your favorite Sabres team? 6 7 I mean, just flying up and down the ice. Last year, finally out of nowhere after a decade, you had Jack Eichel on the team for years, and it was still bad. Last year, finally, it sprouts, and you have these beautiful goals and scoring depth, and you know what the Sabres did? That's not going to work. Right. That, 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 is, that was the choice they made, and we are this far into the season. They chose to not do really anything about it. You know, from a, from a coaching standpoint, and to me, like I, I you know, I, I would say now, like it, it's, it's so late, it's too late to bother. So, like I'm not even in here like clamoring for it. I, I, I felt like I was a month ago or six weeks ago. It seemed like a like a reasonable enough idea. Not to say like Granado is solely to blame for this, but. Teams do do that in in pro hockey when you're not getting the result you were expecting. They chose not to, and a part of I am so demoralized about them, largely because nothing happened this year, trade wise either, and I don't know what what the trade deadline will bring. There isn't like we just laid out. I mean, Middlestad is interesting. That's really it. And what is what? What's going to happen in the spring and the summer? You know, if they if they didn't want to move with these results, what what I'm sort of bracing for? I don't even know if I'm bracing for it. I'm just nonchalantly accepting they're just going to go forward with this. That maybe this defensive structure that they're they're getting credit for in, in the last few weeks. Uh, maybe you know, maybe they'll have a good stretch run here and. 
I mean, would anyone be surprised if they just rolled it back out again next year with the same coach and the same staff and, you know, maybe a player or two? Maybe they do trade Middlestat. Um, and maybe that gets you a defenseman that you've been needing for two years to play in your top four that you knew you needed, I think, last summer and chose not to address. And you still have that need. And so here we are. I just don't think anything substantive is going to happen to them between now and next October. Other than they'll, like, you know, paste the images of players on buildings downtown for a fancy, cool new open that gives us chills and makes us cry because it makes us remember when the team was actually any good. Like, that's what I think will probably happen. They'll, like, package this up in something and, you know, we'll eat some good hot dogs or something in, in October before the opener and the team will just be what it's been, which is this. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. So frustrating. Yeah, it kind of is. You know, Lukanen, by the way, could be interesting too. He's RFA, just like Middlestat, and he has gotten it together. So imagine, imagine the Sabers. I mean, it's it's what they've built. Um, go to this deadline, and like their best goalie and their leading scorer are like the trade candidates. <laughs> <laughs> and they're both young. Yeah. Right. I mean, you could not trade them and have a press conference talk about how obvious it was that they're going to be core pieces and then sign them to way more money than they'll probably ever be worth and just bury you in terms of the cap. Not great. I don't think Lukanen's going anywhere. He's he's more likely to get a contract that makes us crazy than he is to get traded, I would say. Fine. he's play, I mean, he's played well enough. to He, he probably has earned that. Uh, but I don't know how much it'll it'll matter. He's playing great. He played great last night. <laughs> one goal. I, I, I couldn't I couldn't get my way to more than one goal. Tough. There's even the point that wh- how the Sabers played last year is way more entertaining. You know, this is supposed to be entertainment. It's why they exist. They exist for the fans. Right? You know this. You know this speech from me. They exist There's for no, the fans, and, and because their sole existence is to win the Stanley, win the Stanley, Stanley Cups. Cups. Uh, yeah, like the <laughs> sole reason for being. Sorry, whatever doesn't matter. There's no natural law that says there needs to be professional hockey. Yeah, they exist for the fans. So let's take the first fun team we've ever had since Briere, and just bury it with defense. That ought to work. Uh, all right. Well. But don't forget, the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. 
That was uh, that was something. That was 20 minutes on a hockey team that, frankly, I didn't miss at all while they were off. Trista Crick coming up. TK Pucks. I doubt. I doubt she's mm, in a hockey no, hockey mode. Probably not. Uh, it might be the last time we talk to Trista for a while as the football season ends, but we'll enjoy it. Greg Wyshynski on the Sabers and the NHL season to date, and we, ha- we might have a chance to talk to Sal later. Hope that we do. Mike Shope and the Bulldog here. Thanks for listening. This is WGR. I can definitely sense it. I, I, I never felt like that because I've never been like that in my entire life. But you take uh, some pride in it to know that everybody doesn't like you. And it's not for anything you've really done. It's just for winning. So if that means some other teams and other fan bases aren't going to like me, I'll try to still have a smile on my face and not be a bad example. But I can be that villain for them if they, if they need me to be. Guess who that is. Take your time. Guess who that is. Henry Yoki, are you? Patrick Mahomes. Um, the Chiefs as villains, are we the ones to ask? Are we objective on this? Uh, n- n- no, but that's we're the perfect ones to ask. Okay. Because we're, 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 we're living through being on their heel. We're un- under their heel. It's, uh, it's so. worse, isn't it, that the Bills have beaten them three years in a row? Kinda, yeah, yeah. Like if they didn't, if they'd lost two of those three games, I don't know. It's also both. Like you could look at that either way. We're close. Bills have been good enough to beat them on the road three straight years. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just that's that's a pretty big achievement. Sure, <laughs> but I can think of a bigger one. Be, right, right, <laughs> yeah. I I suppose I suppose. Boy, it, it's still. <laughs> Is it is it okay for it to still be too fresh? It, I mean, it was, it was a couple of weeks ago. The Super Bowl's here. Like I'm, I'm still, still a little depressed about it all. Uh, but I think objectively, when we get to like really in earnest, right? When the Super Bowl's over and whoever's won and they've had their parade and everything, uh, I, I know we're still going to feel like. And, and next January is so far off. And that's all we're going to be focused on is beating that team if if we get them again in you know in January in the playoffs. If they can't beat them at all, it'd be more demoralizing. I I, I think it is better that you've at least you you we've seen them beat them. We've seen them beat them there, so we know it can be done. We just need to do it in one of these games in the playoffs. Um, I think if they were you know riding a O for what would it be O for six stretch here against them that would be very hard only losses since the afc championship right or even the game before that do you want them to lose yeah i guess so yeah but i'm not super i'm close to down the middle on that. i'm super not hot and bothered about it i i guess i would say i i think i like watching kansas city they are not new england for me even though the Bills were affected both times. New England was the worst. Boring, just controversy. I just hated New England for almost that entire mm-hmm. two decades. I don't feel that way about the Chiefs. I enjoy watching their games. You know, for just a that on that kind of level, if they I, win, I don't if, dislike if, them at all. If but. they win another one, if you extrapolate the logic with which I arrived at, I want... KC to beat Baltimore in the AFC title game, them winning another one is going to make it that much sweeter 
when the Bills actually beat them in a playoff game. You know, assuming it happens someday before I'm dead. Well, that's an optimistic uh, take. Look at it. Joining us now from Las Vegas, the host of BetMGM Tonight, Odyssey Sports betting insider Trista Crick. Insider calls presented by BetMGM. Check out the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. And be sure to check out the BetMGM Tonight podcast for more of Trista's analysis. Just search BetMGM wherever you find your podcasts. How'd the hair turn out? It turned out well. It didn't last as long as my normal everyday uh, stylist works. So we went out to, um, actually, I'm not a big club goer. I don't really love clubs. But I got roped in to going to Omnia, this big, big club in Vegas, huge. And it was EDM, which I don't love either. But my co-host, Nick, he said, Trista, just surrender. Just surrender to this being the music that you're listening to tonight and try to get into it. You know what? We were out till 4 a.m. So I think I sweated some of the curls out, honestly. I had to be frank and candid about it. 4 a.m., it's like two hours ago. You got home two hours ago. <laughs> That's how it feels, boys. That's, That's how, how it feels, feels yes. <laughs> well, when we talked last week, you were on Kansas City. Are you still? I, I, hasn't, I have not moved off my post. Kansas City minus seven, plus three twenty. I think it is. Uh, we are. I I can't look on the app as easily here because they've got right. their own BetMGM app in Nevada. Right. So, which is its own little fun, unique stuff. But <laughs> yes. yeah, I am. I am on Kansas City City Moneyline. I'm on Kansas City Alt Number. I'm on Isaiah Pacheco rushing attempt. Over fifteen and a half was the last number that I saw. I'm on Travis Kelsey over six and a half receptions. I believe that those odds are minus 145. They're not the greatest odds, but you could probably do a 10 game parlay. Oh, there's a guy who's just freaking out at the roulette table right now. Freaking out. Good, good or bad? Or lost? Who knows? I, I don't know. Oh, I think we can he's hear. Like I think I could vaguely hear him. What yeah, casino like, are you yeah. at? MGM. I am at the, yeah, I'm at the Mandalay Bay. We're doing right. our show from Mandalay Bay. Um, in the poker room. So I'm actually trying to find my way back to it, and I'm a, a little lost, but it's okay. <laughs> Imagine that happening in a casino. Well, that's how they get you. <laughs> I ended up, when I was out there in September, I'm trying to find friends at Bellagio. I ended up, I mean, I don't even know how to describe this, like outdoors and an upstairs patio at a banquet hall. It's not, you can't even believe it would be part of the casino, but it was. And I thought I was walking, I thought I was back at Planet Hollywood. Like I thought, but this is the way back, and you end up and just you're almost in whole another zip Utah. Code. <laughs> right? Yeah, I was trying to. I brought Emma, my dog, with me, and I was trying to get out to Walker, and I ended up in a in like a conference uh, center inside of yes. the Aria. Yes. And you're like, what's going on? And it was a sales conference for security software, <laughs> and they're like, elevate, yes, elevate yourself. And everyone's got their Patagonia vest on, and they're just so cool, and they've got their lanyards. And I was like, what are they elevating? Is this a Tony Robbins thing? And they're like, no, we sell high-end security equipment. And I was like, oh, well, that's way less interesting. I should probably... You just fell into it. You just fell into it. Yeah, right. Yeah. You fell into that club? You fell into that <laughs> conference? Right. Well, I know last week we taught... And you just mentioned some of the stuff you're on, and I know because I went looking... Uh, yesterday, 
And if I, I recall correctly, like yeah, I remember yards for Kelsey being like sixty something, and us talking about like get on that now because it's probably going to go up. And I know what what I put a parlay together and I got him at like I think it, the number was seventy something. So it, it it did inch it did inch up. If people listened to you last week and they got his over on on yards, they got a good buy last week. Yeah, and the touchdown numbers are changing. You know, even the MVP lines are moving for for him. I think he's one of the most bet MVP uh, players. So I think I saw 14 to 1, which if you're interested in the Taylor Swift script, which we've been talking about for so long now. I mean, pretty much since the beginning, we've been having a long-running discourse on it, which is, you know, wouldn't that just be the closing of the circle for this year? But (laughs) at a certain point, right, like if if Travis Kelsey – has two touchdowns and 160 receiving yards and 12 receptions, like you're probably giving that to Mahomes, right? You're probably mm-hmm. – there's another man that's more impressive um, in that in that statistic than Travis Kelsey. So very, very interesting stuff. Also, what I think – we talked to Pat Everson, who is out here in Vegas. He came on the show. He talks to bookmakers all day. And we asked him just about the Taylor Swift effect in terms of betting. And he said that the demographics have shifted considerably based on first time female sports fans or not sports fans betting on the Chiefs. And yet it's still a two there's still a two point underdog. You have so many analysts too are like, I can't bet against Kansas City. That's the the line of this whole Super Bowl is yeah, but Patrick Mahomes and Kansas City. Mahomes has not had big, a big stat day in forever. So I could see Kelsey winning in that game you described. In fact, I, I predict it uh, with Mahomes also already having won two MVPs himself. You could also, Trista, I know you know this, the Super Bowl is is popular for cross-sport bets, one of which is what is higher, Travis Kelsey's receiving yards or the highest score posted in the Phoenix Open. Since if you think Kelsey's due for a huge day and – you know that, like, I am not playing in the Phoenix Open. Maybe you would bet Kelsey in that. Do we need these cross-sport bets, really? Isn't it kind of just the same as over-under 70-and-a-half or something? Yeah, I think so. I mean, you can find something that you might like to add to a parlay in a different sport. But I tell you what, there is nothing that makes you feel dumber that when you're – because we're locked into NFL, right? So – then say, okay, like, I'm going to take Travis Kelsey receptions. I'm going to take his uh, alternate lower receiving yards because the numbers move so much. And I don't like those odds. So I'm going to put UConn minus <laughs> 18 in there as well. And then you end up busting your parlay because your dumbass thought you could add some other sports to the parlay just to get better value. And guess what? It didn't matter what those odds were. You're getting zero back. Last year, there might have been a hockey game before the Super Bowl. Like, you put the hockey game in there, your team loses, and that's it. I I need to be sitting here while this conversation, this part of the conversation is going on, going, nah, 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 because this is not something I need. I'm already out on pretty thin ice to begin with, parlay-wise. I don't need to be mixing in a college basketball game with uh, my... No, just not not what I need, no. Trista... But also, you'll see it on game day, because inevitably, even the most disciplined bettors 
You know, you're like, do I have enough? You know, do I feel like maybe I'm totally wrong on this game script? I'm going to put together something. I'm going to get cooking in the kitchen. And I put something together that's like the opposite of uh-huh. what I want to do. And you're like, man, but that's like plus 195. All of that for that. Like, who's playing today before this game? Like, in, in college basketball. Like, what's happening? Like, the, the Golden Knights uh, just beat the Oilers. Like, maybe... Maybe they're, like, starting to go on a run. Maybe I can oh. take them mm-hmm. on the puck line. You're like, no, don't do not do that, baby. Don't do that. TK Pucks making an appearance <laughs> as she walks aimlessly around Mandalay Bay looking for her crew. Don't Be careful. That's the end of the strip. Connor McDavid, Connor McDavid hit uh, his shots on goal. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Prop hit in the first period. Three yeah. and a half, I think it's seven. Scored the opener, but the streak ends. So, you careful, uh, that end of the strip, Trista, as I know you know, like you go right out of that Mandalay Bay, you're on your way to Palm Springs. So you want to make sure you don't... Yeah. Get get too far afield here. Um, yeah. We've just it's come up, but just specifically on like last week, I mentioned this too. I like the Niners, and one reason I do, the biggest reason I do, is this: everybody's on. Due respect, everybody's on. Kelsey Swift, you know, it, look what happens when you bet against the Chiefs. They've been underdogs the last two games. Why aren't they favored? Oh, I know exactly why. So. I can give you a great reason. There's a lot of people, I mean, and, and the, the odds, right, the, the books want to, you know, minimize their liability. They want to try to have that as evenly split as they can in terms of money liability, not just like total tickets and, and uh, total money invested, right? So there's a ton of people who bet on the Niners pre-flop and early on in the season at 11-1, to 12-1, to 10-1 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. So... I think the fact that you, you could have obviously 10, 10% of the people on the Niners and you're sitting there at even, you know, liability because of just the odds market and when those people took those bets. So if I believe if those futures bets do not exist and it was a team that came out of nowhere and Kansas City was playing them, I think Kansas City would say it was the Niners. Same exact matchup, same exact, you know, players going up against one another. I think Kansas City is, is slightly favored. Maybe one. Okay. Any more obscure props that you want to bring up? You mean losers? <laughs> yeah, yeah, please. Let me get a pen and paper. <laughs> yeah. What give us give us some give losers. Out, like, Gator you want me to give out like Gatorade or something? No. Coin I toss, gotta, anthem. I do that coin toss. I mean I'm. I like to bet, but I'm not an idiot. Bet you know? your bet your friend at the party, at the bet your yeah. friend the coin toss. No vig. 
Easy. No. It's, is it? Is it like that's a real 50-50 bet, but do I want to start my day off with a loss potentially? No, I do not. I do not. I want to at least have some sort of perception in my own mind that I am analyzing and putting something into my little supercomputer upstairs to come up with what I think is going to happen based on facts. Right. There is no fact, trend, data besides just pure coin toss, you know, trends. That's not real. That, like just because a coin, you know, the coin flip was tails 50 times in a row doesn't mean it's not going to be tails the next time. And it doesn't mean it's going to not, you know, that you're not going to be, you know, head, head. So, no, no self-respecting bet MGM tonight host is going to be caught betting the coin toss. That is the DGen zone. I'm sure they'll do it. I'm sure people will do it, but I won't. I won't come on your good station and recommend that. We won't see you at Lotus of Siam, uh, but hopefully you're eating well. Oh, we went to Scarpetta last night. I, I took the whole crew out. Well, I didn't take them out. I booked it. Right, yeah. my boss yeah. took everyone out, and eight of us. My co-host uh, who fills in PJ Glasser. He goes on Rochester, I think, now. Uh, and so people in the area probably have heard him on. And he's seen nothing. He's done nothing. We call him Fresh Snow. And we get this <laughs> sourdough bread. And the sourdough bread comes with, like, the, the best whipped butter, the softest butter you've ever put your knife through. And I'm like, PJ, how do you like the butter? Like, how do you like the sourdough? And he goes, he goes, have you ever – Hey, T, have you ever been to Texas Roadhouse? And he said it like that was something that I, I he should really know yeah. and something that he was putting me up on game on the Texas Roadhouse. If you like this butter, the honey butter at Texas Roadhouse, let me tell you, he's incredible. We went and saw the Bellagio Fountain, yep. and I took, you know, most people take videos of the fountain. I took videos of him watching the fountain. <laughs> <laughs> Where is Scarpetta? Scarpetta's in the Cosmo. Third floor. Okay, okay. Just writing that down. In- incredible. There's a, you won't go, but it's got incredible. <laughs> you, you, you're the best. It's actually on you the strip, the so it's not. I, I'm live to get to Carpetta or Scarpetta, whatever you said. Can't even get the name right. I didn't you know what it was. Write it down. I don't know it. I don't know it. I know it now. Trista, this might be it for a while. We love you. Thank you. I love you back. Uh, hopefully, we'll do it after I take some much needed vacation. Let's go. Good, Good luck. Deal. All right. Talk to y'all. Bye. That was the host of BetMGM tonight, Odyssey Sports betting insider Trista Crick. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all of the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. In my defense, where this all started, she wanted me to go with my friend mm-hmm. off strip to get tacos. Yeah. yeah. All right. The Cosmo. The butter, the whole thing—that's my scene. That's what I'm looking for. You're not getting. I, you're I, not taking an Uber off the strip. To I get don't want burritos. Right, I don't want to take a thirty-five dollar Uber ride and, and and get and get three tacos. As good, as, I, I'm sure they're great. I do not question her when it comes to that. Of course they're great, but you know what? We went to although Lotus of Siam is off strip. I got to say, full disclosure. I wanted something better. What can I say? That's the bottom line. Greg Wyshynski coming up at four. Mike Shope and the Bulldog WGR. Welcome back. Maybe on the app you don't hear the same ads we hear, uh, or those of you listening over the airwaves. That last little mention of uh, dog treats. It's going to be a while before my fingers don't smell like turducken. Mm. The latest treat 
that Margot is wild for is turkey duck. All right. Which, you know, close enough to turducken for me to want to call it turducken. Sure, yeah. I don't think there's chicken yeah. there. but So the, the, she's moved on from the blueberries? Loves the blueberries, loves these little yams, <clears throat> loves food, her food, seems to love her food, loves the uh, beef liver treats. Now she loves the turducken. And the advice we get is always with the treats. This is how you get, mm-hmm. this is how you teach mm-hmm. her to do what you want her to do. So everything, everything comes with, she just touches your hand. So you've got treats. Treat. You, you, you're, you're ready to go with the treats. You have an ample supply of treats. There isn't any kind of a treats crisis. I cut up treats for 20 minutes today before I came in. Wow. Because tonight is puppy class. Oh. And the latest, the Tuducken treats are too big. She doesn't need to have, like, the giant piece of turducken. Mm-hmm. Does anyone? So I sliced them into, like, 16 pieces each, you know, mm-hmm. four by four, just my knife skills on full display. And um, now we have, met like, the little, little tiny treats. Yeah. But I just, we're complaining a little bit about all the time she's going. How can you blame her? All, it's just a day-long She's just eating. She's, feast. Just, she's, just, she's at a day-long buffet. Trista doesn't Sounds eat like, this well. No. No one does. No one does. That's right. Wow. Turducken. A real thing. Yeah, I believe you. Like, I mean, yeah. you know John Madden with Turducken, sure. but he yeah. didn't invent it. Right. I thought at the time he invented it. Mm. Like, John, it was John Madden who thought of a duck wrapped up in a chicken wrapped in a turkey, or whatever it was. But no, like, that's actually a thing mm. pe- that, that's out there. He didn't invent Turducken. Did you know that? I guess I never Does really thought about you? I guess I never really thought about it. You think of John Madden when you yeah, think of Turducken. Absolutely. But he didn't invent it. The, the first thing that comes to mind. Now Margot will be this uh, <laughs> be contesting with John Madden, the late John Madden. As I'm scratching uh, my head realizing that my hair now will yeah. smell like Turducken. It's a bad it's a bad scene when you run out of the treats. I ran out of, I I need to get I need to get to the pet I need some treats for Fred. I was giving him wheat thins last week. Oh. Uh, well, I can just imagine his uh, he displeasure. Did, he he seemed just uh, almost the nonplussed. I think is is what I would describe Fred about the like. Okay, whatever. It's crunchy. It, it, it tastes fine. I don't know. He he did. There was no rebellion. He ate him. He ate him. But but I didn't feel. I didn't feel. He real, felt. I didn't feel great about your that. guilt, and yeah. you felt his disappointment. Yeah. That's coming across, probably. Greg Wyshynski next. Why is the NHL only now announcing that it's retroactively adjusting hit statistics? That and maybe a question or two on the Sabers and All Star Weekend. Stay tuned. Mike Schoep and the Bulldog. WGR. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.